In this week's SME Corner, we speak to Zintle and Nomle Mube, directors and co-founders of Leap Partners. Zintle, tell us about uh, Leap Partners. What do you guys do? So with Leap Partners, I think uh, where we want to start off is why, we, why we're doing what we're doing. And we founded Leap Partners under the premise that we believe that every entrepreneur deserves an opportunity to successfully realize their businesses. And so because of that, as much as their ideas are great and their concepts are wonderful, there needs to be that detailed nitty-gritty work that goes behind the process. So what Lead Partners does on a day-to-day, we assist entrepreneurs with um, their capital raising, commercial advisory, uh, financial modeling, due diligence and company valuations, project management where necessary, and in some instances as well, financial planning. Uh, if I can just take you back to our background, uh, we come from a banking background. Nomcha has almost 10 years in banking, doing financial planning. I have about four years experience doing corporate and investment banking. Mm. And so Nomcha as well has an entrepreneurial background and she was in the printing side where she had a magazine that really touched on stories of the entrepreneur and small black businesses in particular. And our thought process was instead of recording these stories, let's now stand in the gap of creating and assisting these entrepreneurs for being newsworthy, uh, successful and sustainable businesses. In a nutshell, that's what Lead Partners is all about. Now, Namsle, take us through why you guys started this business. Zintle touched on that a little bit. Could you take us further into what is the core meaning behind why you do what you do? Yeah, it's basically what he said where the Black Business Journal is still in existence. We're trying to go into online um, magazine or digital. What was happening there was that we obviously we identified a couple of businesses that um, one were struggling in terms of uh, the financial resources mm. and others would find that they were struggling in terms of structuring their businesses. So you'd find that we'd always be in the gap. We were interviewing these businesses but at the same time and just leaving them there. Mm. So we felt like we need to at least do something for these businesses because yes, we do have companies that we know, such as your Zico type of companies, Mm. companies that are into acquisitions, people that are there and are able to give these resources to these lacking uh, small entrepreneurs. So we'd always be in the gap where we're trying to link them, bring through your, you know, mentorship programs and such so we felt that it's important to actually bring the two together and try to have real success stories of what we have actually you know um, uh, originated ourselves mm-hmm. so i think that's that's why we actually actually began everything because i mean black people or black businesses are obviously struggling with resources so this is why we are in the space trying to bring everything, um, practicalizing everything. With what Nomcle has said, Zintle, how has the market received the business so far? How well are you doing out there in terms of making a difference? I mean, in terms of our clientele, we are relatively well received. Obviously, in our first year of starting, it was quite difficult because at the same time, you want to prove yourself to market. And when you do that, sometimes an entrepreneur forces themselves to almost compromise their value or how they price themselves, for example. Mm. And through those learnings, we, we've realized that we can't exactly, just because we want business doesn't mean we have to sell ourselves short. And so obviously through yeah. those learnings, we, we came into a nice business model and how we actually work. And we've realized that towards the end of the year, the more we value ourselves, the more our clients see the value that yeah. we bring. Mm. And so 
I mean, obviously in the first few months it was quite difficult, but now in terms of how we are structuring ourselves as a business model in not selling ourselves short and knowing the value that we bring to the business, mm-hmm. our clients see that. And there's been some quite positive uptake, not only on individual basis, but mm-hmm. in terms of civil organizations that want to, for example, want to work with us in assisting their, their members mm-hmm. with their businesses as well. So yeah. it's been very, very positive. It has been difficult, though, yeah. because you find that a lot of times, I mean, you, you come into the space because you realize there's a lack in financial resources, mm. basically. And you come in, you want to offer a service, but at the same time, you need money to offer that yes. service yeah. because nothing is for free. If we were an NGO, we would have done it, but you need to position yourself in the market as an NGO. You have to have financial backing mm. to do it as a free yeah. service or, you know. So it it has been very difficult because a lot of times we have to, you know, cut your prices. You have to, you know, yeah. so that you can at least also establish a name, you know, get your brand out there. So it has been difficult, but I think that's also one of the reasons why we have recently partnered with um, NAFCOG, the youth chamber yes. of NAFCOG. There you find a lot of entrepreneurs. NAFCOG is basically a facilitator. They do what we are doing, but they also have um, a gap. Or at some point, they also, they also receive funding, but it comes from other sources. Mm. And so they need people like us to assess those applications, you know, and for them to be able to distribute this funding. So it makes it a little bit easier because once you become a member, it's you now don't have to pay so much, you know, to get your business in order, to mm. get your documentation in order. It becomes easier. Instead of paying that, say, 15000 you would have paid initially. You, you can now pay about 400 rands, 500 rands to get your things going. So at the same time, why we are with NAFCA is because the, the numbers make more sense. If we are assisting a lot of entrepreneurs, it's the not impact. just that yeah, yeah, 500 rands that you get. It's a lot of them. It's, yeah. it's about masses, numbers, and you know just the flow of, of things. So I think it's been difficult, but I think, like Zintler is saying, it's important to, to partner with people that you share the same vision with, you know, so that you get a lot of yeah. things done and you actually get value you know, from, from what you're doing. With what Nomtle has said, Zinke, mm. what are your views on the current SME space in South mm. Africa? Are entrepreneurs getting enough support? Um, you know what? On paper, yes. There are a lot of institutions that are out there, both on the governmental side and on the private side. But some of these institutions, the problem is there, well, I think this just talks to South Africa in general. Uh, in a funding perspective, they are quite risk averse. Yeah. And as well, what we found is the definitions. What is early stage and seed stage in South Africa might not necessarily be the case elsewhere. Because yeah. our thinking with, for example, seed stage is idea and concept. You've, that's all you have. And with early stage, you're just about to develop that product. Mm-hmm. There's not even market uptake yet. But you find that when you come to early stage institutions in South Africa, they want you to have that market already. Mm-hmm. So it's almost... Those, those definitions. But at the same time as well, when they reject the entrepreneur, and we're just basing that on other clients that we've seen who have been rejected. The rejection, they give you the rejection, but in terms of why you rejected me so that I can better my business and take that yeah. rejection, take what you said to me and I can better the business. It's not really as forthcoming as we would have liked. Hmm. So yes, Institutionally, the guys are there, but in terms of how they run and how they function, I just feel that 
that is a bit of a of a gap. With that said, Nomsle, what advice would you have for anyone who's looking to start a business out there? Sure, it's a tricky one mm. <laughs> because I'm also still. <laughs> you are in that journey yourself. Yeah, I'm in that myself, yeah. you know. But I would say, with what we've seen, um, basically from the client end and from our side, you 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 need to know your product. Um, and it's easy for everyone to say that, know your product. It's not as easy as it's, mm. you know, it sounds. Because one, you need to obviously know the strengths of your business, do a proper SWOT analysis, know your strengths as an entrepreneur, know your weaknesses, I mean, know the opportunities that you are pitching to your funder. A lot of times you find entrepreneurs will pitch an idea to a funder, but they are pitching because they're so money focus they you know i'm trying to get funding i need to get out of this room with something in my hand mm. you know that so in with that in mind they are always pitching a problem instead of an opportunity so you need to always as an entrepreneur know your product know where the opportunities lie within a product you need to make sure that you know, as a funder, a funder must realize that, you know what, I cannot miss this bus. I need to be part of this project. You know, so you, you need to know the opportunities of your business. Know the threats, obviously. I mean, you, you must the know your, the barriers yeah. to entry. You know, you, you know your competition. And you, you must know what your competitive edge is. If everyone is selling potatoes, mm. I must know, you know, why am I selling potatoes? How different are my potatoes? You know, maybe there's something that I put in there or I give my customers, you know, it must Packaging be, you know, a different yeah. package. You know, know your, basically just know your product. And I would say that's the most important thing. SWOT analysis will sort you out. Mm. You need to know your strengths, weaknesses, your opportunities, and your threats. The threats, your, some, I mean, other things such as, um, where we are, our economic times are not, you can't control, you know, some factors, but you need to at least know what they are so that you are able to adjust yourself. Adjust yes. yourself. So also you look at your SWOT analysis. Also be flexible as a business because every, especially with startups, you will, there's a point where you, you get to your survival mode. You knew your product before you came into the industry. You, you know, you did your SWOT analysis, but you know, there are things that no one can really, really teach you. Mm. So you need to, to be flexible. You need to keep on changing what you're doing, but you keep your vision. You Mm. keep your vision. You've got bills to be paid. You've got this and that and that. So you must have a proper vision with that. You must have your short term goals, have your mid term goals have a long-term goals. Keep your SWOT analysis, keep your vision, because there are things that you need to do to attain your long-term. You can't just sit and say, oh, I'm applying for funding, so mm-hmm. I'm, waiting, no. I'm waiting for my money to come. You sit because you are looking at that long-term goal, that long-term vision. For you to get there, you need to have your, your mid-term, your short-term. Mm. So that's why I'm saying you need to be flexible, change you know, here and there until you, you find that niche, you know, redefine yourself, etc. Yeah. And also, um, I think Zintla will also come in here, um, you know, I think as an entrepreneur, when you start your business, it depends. Sometimes other people do have resources, others don't. Right. You know, sometimes they're just thrown into the pool. So it depends how you start. But the most important thing, at least what I've seen, is that a lot of people start businesses and they don't have enough financial resources. You can still get around, you know, that issue. I mean, in that you are a person, if you're an entrepreneur, you are able to negotiate, right? So you need to make sure that you form partnerships 
partnerships, people that actually have the same vision as yourself. Because mm. as you do that, you are not going to pay those people. You don't have resources to pay. But I can get you, hire my weakness. You know, we share the same vision, mm. but I'm going to hire my weakness because I know I can't. For an example, I want to open Chisa Nyama or mm-hmm. something. This is my goal. You know, uh, this is my vision. But I can't yet pay someone to be in the kitchen. I can't yet pay someone mm. to, to bribe the meat for me. I can't yet pay someone to clean the floors, etc. But I can, yes, own the idea, own the vision, but get partners, partner with people that share in the same vision with me and not have to really yet pay. Yeah. So we share in the same vision. This is what you're doing. We exchange um, what we have, mm. you know, the resources. Mm. I, I think that's, yeah. you know... Yeah, I don't know what you can add there. On my side, I think another thing that I can add is, fine, in terms of where we are in the ecosystem with entrepreneurs, obviously some things aren't happening the way that we would like them to in terms of the regulatory and the red tape. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean we must just give up. Know the game. Play the game. Yeah. You know? While things change. And the thing is, the more numbers you get in terms of people that are playing the game and are still getting kicked out by it, Mm. the more advocacy we will have in terms of strength in numbers and going back to the people that own regulation and say, guys, we've done everything that you said we should do by the book. And still, our cases are market worthy, according to your definition. But still, play that game. And sooner or later, when the numbers are enough, there's going to be a strong enough advocacy. So whether you win by playing the game or whether not, it's still a win for the ecosystem in a whole. Yeah. 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 Great revolution, that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. That was Zintle and Nomtle Mnube, the directors and co-founders of Leap Partners in this week's SME Corner.